substantial progress has been made to address the lack of proper sanitation in developing Asia and the Pacific, though it remains a persistent challenge in many places now grappling with the impacts of rapid development and COVID-19-related sanitation needs. In this podcast, sanitation expert Christoph Luti of the Swiss Federal Institute of Aquatic Science and Technology in Zurich discusses citywide inclusive sanitation and how its integrated approach to solid waste management could help to achieve sanitation for all in the region and the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. Luti draws upon insights he shared during a recent virtual talk on citywide inclusive sanitation, co-hosted by the Asian Development Bank Institute and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The world community is way behind in providing equitable sanitation access around the world. And this is especially true for dense urban and informal settlements. Providing services for these areas is a real uphill challenge. And one of the reasons for the backlag in in achieving this for sanitation. The reality in most cities around the world, there is a complementarity of sanitation systems. It is not only sewers. In most African and many Asian countries, this is the minority of connection. It's increasingly recognized that to achieve universal safely managed sanitation, it will be necessary to go beyond the traditional infrastructure-focused approach of sewerage. And I think that's a reality that is already sinking in. We're seeing increasing investment in non-sewerage sanitation around the world. New types of investments taking on board the complexities of urban sanitation. No longer only hardware and sewer-driven investments, but t- taking a systemic and multidimensional view of what sanitation means. Planning, finances, legislation, enforcement, addressing institutional capacity and data management. Luti introduces the concept of citywide inclusive sanitation, or CWISE, and its six principles for sanitation development. CWISE is an approach to urban sanitation where all members of the city have equitable access to adequate and affordable improved sanitation services through appropriate systems of all scales, sewered and non-sewered, without any contamination to the environment along the entire sanitation value chain. The Manila Conclave actually came up with these six principles that define and outline what CYs is all about. Number one and most important is equity, meaning that everyone in an urban area, including communities marginalized by gender, social, and economic reasons, benefit from equitable, affordable, and safe sanitation services. Secondly, environmental and public health, that human waste is safely managed along the entire sanitation service chain, starting from containment to reuse and disposal. Thirdly, the mix of technologies. A variety of sewered and non-sewered sanitation solutions coexist in the same city, depending on contextual appropriateness and resource recovery potential. Fourthly, the planning, the comprehensive planning that we've mentioned before. Inclusive and holistic with participation of all stakeholders, including the users and political actors. Fifth, monitoring and accountability. Authorities operate with a clear, inclusive mandate, performance targets, monitoring requirements, human and financial resources, and accountability. And then sixth, the mix of business models, stating that there is also an important role for the private sector to play for sanitation services through a range of different business models, funding sources, and financial mechanisms. Effective urban sanitation depends on a fully functional service chain that captures, removes, and hygienically disposes of excreta. And this applies not only for sewer, but of course, also for the non-sewered on-site sanitation systems. 
This will include individual services that are provided to individual users, but also shared public services or public goods that are provided at community and public level. Luti goes on to explain the alignment between the pursuit of citywide inclusive sanitation and the Sustainable Development Goals, or SDGs. Of course, SDGs play a very prominent role here. The change from the Millennium Development Goals have changed the way of thinking from access to sanitation only at toilet level to a more comprehensive, safely managed sanitation for all. This is definitely one of the bases of thinking that guides citywide inclusive sanitation. CYS also takes up new tools and approaches like risk assessments that show the three main sources of badly managed human waste from toilets through semi-functional and underutilized sewerage systems to deficient on-site facilities in informal manual emptying, unregulated tankers, and of course also ineffective treatment of on-site waste. And last but not least, the dense and challenging environments where fecal sludge is not managed and contributes to the contamination of the residential environment. CYS also puts a lot of emphasis on enabling environments. And with enabling environments, we mean the different factors that come into play to enable sustainable and equitable services. The political will, the government support, the legal framework, the institutional arrangements that are necessary, the skills and capacities of all stakeholders involved, the financial arrangements, and last but not least, the social-cultural acceptance. The realization that enabling environment is on, not only at government level, at top government level, with policy and coordination or capacity building, regulation and legislation, but is important at all levels of where these projects are being implemented, from local governance to community engagement. It also puts emphasis on the different kind of services and infrastructure that are necessary for implementation, from the more product-oriented customer services at household level, toilet construction, hardware supplies, the sludge removal for FSM, to public services at a more citywide level, to the necessary bulk infrastructure to enable these services. And realizing that different uh, stakeholders have different roles to play between the private sector and the public sector involvement in creating enabling environments. CWISE also recognizes the complementarity of systems. This is the realization that there will always be a mix of different systems in these cities. Conventional sewers, for example, where the economy of scale works, like the central business district, or decentralized systems in areas dictated by topography or with lower population density. And of course, fecal sludge management in areas where access is an issue. Example given in the slums and peri-urban regions that will not be served by pipe systems for decades to come. Ludi concludes by highlighting a key challenge to implementing citywide inclusive sanitation and steps being taken to address it. Even though citywide inclusive sanitation is gaining traction across funding vehicles across banks, there are definitely gaps. And one of the gaps that we've identified is that the consultants that are supposed to implement and plan these projects lack the knowledge and experience. So a lot of the project conception, design and implementation supervision that we've seen in the last few years are often poor. Delivery is thus slow and has limited impact. Therefore, consultants need to develop new knowledge and new skills. We are planning a course offer together with ADB Institute geared for private consultants who are going to design, supervise, implement citywide inclusive urban sanitation services. 
This has been Asia's Developing Future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.